Welcome to the Growing in Christ podcast, where we are rooted in living water and growing closer to our purpose in Christ. I am your host, Shador Foy. Now let's get growing. Today we are on chapter 19, verse 1. And I encourage you all to grab your Bibles and your pencils, your pens, your journals, all that fun crafty stuff, and let's dive in. Better is the poor who walks in his integrity than one who is perverse in his lips and is a fool. So when you're a Christian or when you're a person in general, it is vital that we live by integrity and that we have integrity. It's kind of like if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. We have to stand on what we believe in. We have to be people of integrity and just fully believing what we have faith in and what we believe to be real. And then verse 2 says, Also, it is not good for a soul to be without knowledge, and he sins who hastens with his feet. Verse 3 says, The foolishness of a man twists his way, and his heart frets against the Lord. Verse 4 says, Wealth makes many friends, but the poor is separated from his friend. Verse 5 says, A false witness will not go unpunished, and he who speaks lies will not escape. Verse 6 says, Many entreat the favor of the nobility, and every man is a friend to one who gives gifts. Verse 7 says, All the brothers of the poor hate him. How much more do his friends go far from him? He may pursue them with words, yet they abandon him. Verse 8 says, He who gets wisdom loves his own soul. He who keeps understanding will find good. Verse 9 says, A false witness will not go unpunished, and he who speaks lies shall perish. So, um, this is the second time we've heard that part, that um, saying, and it was said in verse 5 as well as this first time. And it's just more of an encouraging verse. It's like, you know, even though people do wrong, even though people lie, and they seem like there's no justice, you know, there's never not going to be any justice because the moment there's no justice would be the moment that there's no God because God is a God of justice. So we have to remember that concerning things because man is wicked. You know, man's not going to have their justice system together. They're not going to be righteous because they don't always want to be righteous. Sometimes they want to be wrong. And if there's nothing holding them back from doing it if they have no integrity if there's if they have their own hidden agenda and there's nothing holding them back then they will go ahead and do it the wrong way you know but we serve a god of justice who reigns on the just as well as the unjust so that is where our confidence should be and not in man but just in god and then in verse 10, it says, Luxury is not fitting for a fool, much less for a servant to rule over princes. And then verse 11 says, The discretion of a man makes him slow to anger, and it is to his glory to overlook a transgression. So we should always walk in that discretion, and that's not wanting to give off offense that's like trying to a person who tries to avoid making an offense and when you're always trying to avoid offending someone 
it's it's not easy to be angry you know it's not easy to walk in an angry status and then it says and it is to his glory to overlook a transgression because love covers all transgressions and you're the only reason that you would bring it up is to bring up an offense is to cause strife if you always are looking directly at the transgression and not overlooking it and then verse 12 says the king's wrath is like the roaring of a lion but his favor is like dew on the grass verse 13 says a foolish son is the ruin of his father and the contentions of a wife are a continual dripping verse 14 says houses and riches are an inheritance from fathers but a prudent wife is from the Lord. Verse 15 says, Slothfulness casts one into a deep sleep, and an idle person will suffer hunger. Verse 16 says, He who keeps the commandment keeps his soul, but he who is careless of his ways will die. Verse 17 says, He who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord, and he will pay back what he has given. Verse 18 says, Chasten your son while there is hope, and do not set your heart on his destruction. So, I believe that this is a great verse. I know that we have been going through in this generation things about gender and things about how parents choose to parent their kids and just about not punishing them or just saying whatever they choose, go with it, you know? And I feel like everybody has their own opinions about it, but I believe that that's not right because that's what a parent is there for. A parent is there to punish their child, to lead them in the right direction, you know, and there's this thing where you can pick neutral on your baby, you know, it's if they're a boy or a girl or it's neutral and you let them choose their gender. I'm not trying to get personal about it and it's not really any of my business because I don't have a child. I just don't believe that that's what parents should do. Parents should lead their children in the right way. You know, it's not for that child to parent themselves. And I mean, that's just what I believe. And, you know, I don't know if you all believe the same thing, but if you ever like talk to somebody and they were like, well, um, this way and this way, Maybe that's a little food for thought because I believe parents are supposed to parent their child. You know, you're not supposed to, like it says um, here in verse 18, and do not set your heart on his destruction. Don't set your heart on it. Like, don't say whatever my child says goes. You know, if my child wants to walk in the way and do whatever they want to do, well, I'm I'm going to be okay with that. No, you should not set your heart on your child's destruction because you are there to correct them. You are there to say, no, this is how it is because of this. You are there to give them knowledge and train them up in the way that they should go. And that's just how, that's just what I believe, not necessarily how I feel about the subject, but just what I choose to believe about the subject. And I'm not judging them as parents and I'm not judging them for what they are doing I'm just saying that maybe they should really think about like 
if you are letting your child call the shots and letting your child do whatever their mind and behind will let them and say whatever they want to do and what they want to be, where do you come in to give some knowledge? Where do you come in to give some correction? You know, where do you come in to help them and to lead them in the right direction and not set your heart on their destruction? Because parents have children and they're there to step in. Because children aren't going to come out of the womb Albert Einstein's and they're not going to know everything and just be so just and moral. No, children were born, people were born out of sin. So you have to lead them in the right way. It can't just be the blind leading the blind, if you will. And it can't just be uh, an adult or adults who have 20-20 vision yet they're led by the blind that's that's just not good and just coming from my standpoint as a child um it's good to have that structure and that um and that correction and those limitations and different things even though you know sometimes I may be against them and stuff but it's really a blessing to have that because that shows us somebody cares about you and not only that they want you they want to see you in the right place and you should want that for yourself and sometimes they do want it more than you want it for yourself but it might take you a minute to get on that bandwagon of oh this is actually good for me um now we'll drop down to verse 19 where it says a man of great wrath will suffer punishment for if you deliver him you will have to do it again. So this is talking about a person of like great wrath, like a person of great destruction. And it's saying if you deliver him, you will have to do it again. So you have to realize that some people, you can't always hop to their rescue, you know, because then you have to do it over and over and over and over again. You know, those people who always drag you to their defense or always drag you into their situations just because you helped them that one time. And now they're always, you're their go-to to delivering them all the time, to always helping them get out of a, out of a, um, I'm sorry, I forgot what they called it, but just getting them out of trouble all over again. So you have to make sure that, you know, do you want to always deliver this person? And then in verse 20, it says, Listen to counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in your later days. Verse 21 says, There are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord's counsel, that will stand. So it's talking about how we have tons and tons and tons of plans. We have visions and dreams of how we want our lives to go we have like a whole bunch of plans just throughout the day but the lord's counsel that will stand you know god always directing us into the right paths that's something that will stand the test of time you know that's something that will never fail but our heart our our plans in our heart oh no those things might fail, they might crash, you might not be able to get to them, you know, they may be more discouraging than they are uplifting, but the Lord's counsel, that's something that will stand. And then in verse 22, it says, what is desired in a man is kindness, and a poor man is better than a liar. 
Verse 23 says, The fear of the Lord leads to life, and he who has it will abide in satisfaction. He will not be visited with evil. Verse 24 says, A slothful man buries his hand in the bowel, and will not so much as bring it to his mouth again. Verse 25 says, Strike a scoffer, and the simple will become wary. Reprove one who has understanding, and he will discern knowledge. Verse 26 says, He who mistreats his father and chases away his mother is a son who causes shame and brings reproach. Verse 27 says, Cease listening to instruction, my son, and you will stray from the words of knowledge. Verse 28 says, A disreputable witness scorns justice, and the mouth of the wicked devours iniquity. Verse 29 says, Judgments are prepared for scoffers, and beatings for the backs of fools. So, there will be a day where judgment falls upon the scoffers, and the beatings will fall upon the fools. You know, where justice will be served, because... Um, God's not going to let them go unpunished, you know? And it's not like, like, um, like, oh my gosh, that's so sad or anything. You feel like sorry and different things, but it's just like, you have to correct them. That's a way of correcting is punishing, you know? And it's like, it's like with certain children, you got to build up to the ultimate punishment. And that's what God does with us, you know. Sometimes you may let a child sit down for a couple of minutes. Then the next time, you might pop them. And then the next time, they might have to just get a full-on whooping or get their game taken away or be grounded. That's just you guys, you lead up to the ultimate punishment. You know, you lead up to being punished. And it's not like they didn't have warnings. You know, it's not like all of a sudden they just get everything taken away and they're like, whoa, what did I do? But no, they had warnings that led up to that. And that's the same thing with the wicked and with the foolish. God gives them warnings to lead up to their punishment, to lead up to their downfall, lead up to their destruction. I mean, the Bible is a warning. You know, the Bible is just warning us after warning us. Going to church is a warning all all other christian podcasts all other youtube videos different things like that all of that stuff is warnings and signs and it's our choice whether we choose to say okay god i'm gonna listen i'm gonna stop doing what i'm doing i'm gonna come to you or whether you want to keep being in destruction so yes so um that's a little food for thought and also if you know that the Bible, the watching YouTubes, doing the Christian apps, the Christian podcasts, or the um, Christian videos and stuff, going to church, if you will, youth groups, if you know in your heart that all those things are a warning, you should warn somebody else, you know, just be like, hey, you want to read the Bible? You want to come to church with me? You should look up this scripture. I think this would help in any situation that you got going on pertaining to that. We should help others. I am your host, Shadora Foy, and thanks for joining the Growing in Christ podcast. The growing does not stop here. 
You can find the Growing in Christ blog on our website that can be found in our bio. Not only does the Growing in Christ website house our blog, it also shows you where you can find us on our social media. Always remember Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8. For through this verse, we know that if we keep on trusting in God, simultaneously, we'll keep on growing in God.